hail our fair Riverdale. Register. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Riverdale Register. My name is Caitlin. My name is John. And welcome to an episode of the Riverdale Register. That's nice. That's yeah, a good song. It's a good is song. Is that our new theme song? Yes, it's our new song. Okay. Um, what do we do now? What do we What do we do now? I don't know. Let's just <laughs> Let's just hang. Let's just uh, hang. No, no. Oh. Nope, don't touch no. the lamp. Any any TV shows you want to discuss? How about Riverdale? How about uh, any any reviews that you want to read? Uh, yes, actually, there are. Do you want to read our one review or should I? You should. Okay. A five-star review from Captain Katie called I'm Obsessed. Great podcast. These two are so cute and funny. My husband is currently deployed overseas, so I have a lot of time to kill, and listening to them makes me feel less alone. Depressing, I know, but it's true. Their chemistry is perfect, and they share amazing theories about the show. It makes me even more excited for season three. Thank you. Honestly, I'm going to be honest. I read this review a couple of days ago, and it really, really made me very happy. I'm so sorry that uh, you're lonely, but I'm happy that we could bring a little bit of joy into, uh, into your day. And I hope that your husband has a safe return home. Yeah, all of that. Yeah. All of that stuff. Honestly, I get a little emotional thinking that we make any difference in the Right, world. right. It's, it is kind of a trip to be like, this matters I know. to people. No, I know, but it's sweet. Because you and I just hanging out and talking about yeah, Riverdale, a exactly. very dumb show. <laughs> it's not very dumb, John. It's not very dumb. Maybe our commentary is dumb, but I think that's why... Like, oh, our commentary is guaranteed dumb. Right. It's, yeah. it's, the, it's the most we can guarantee. Right, exactly. But thank you. Honestly, it's super kind. Um, we really appreciate it. Thank you for being so kind and thoughtful to leave us that kind of a comment. I'm sorry. That was really nice. <laughs> Can we drive over Riverdale now? Yeah. Thank you. You want to tell us about the uh, title for this episode? Yes, I do. So the title of this episode is Chapter 55, Prom Night. Um, Prom Night. Prom Night. It's very straightforward. I think we understand why. Yeah. Um, But in addition to it having the, uh, you know, the Prom Night is it's on Prom Night, uh-huh. it also gets its name from a 1980 Canadian slasher film starring Jamie Lee Curtis. Um and it's basically about a bunch of teenagers running from a masked serial killer on prom night. They oh. also made a 2008 version which with uh, Brittany Snow. Um, and basically, it's about a teacher who's, like, obsessed with his, his uh, student. So he murders her whole family, as one does. Mm-hmm. Um, and, yeah. They, uh, if anyone listens to How Did This Get Made, the very funny podcast that Paul Shear, Jason Manzoukas, and June Diane Rayfield do, where they like talk about these like ridiculous movies and be like, How did this get made? It's called How Did This Get Made. But it's not like it's not like a question where it breaks down how the movie got made. They're just like, How did this get made? That's fine. And they just did an episode on Prom Night 2. Oh, oh, I saw. I Seth Rogen and Charlize Theron also. That's fun. It was a super great crew and really, really funny stuff. I'm excited. So it's tangentially connected, although Prom Night 2 is like a spirit returns from the grave to an act of revenge on Prom Night. Oh, I see. That's stupid. I get it. I could see how Prom Night 1 was made. Yeah. Yeah, well, like, I, I appreciate that the, that the series refuses to be bound by the same logic from one movie to the next. Yeah, totally. Speaking of things not bound in logic from one thing to the next, Riverdale. (laughs) 
This episode was written by Britta London and Devin Turner. Awesome. I think Britta London is uh, the one that I follow on, on on Twitter, so she's cool. Britta London, we've mentioned before, this is 20, uh, Riverdale's her first uh, TV series that she's written on. And then the other writer, Devin Turner, this is his only writing credit. I mean, he's written like three episodes of Riverdale, but like it's only Riverdale. Awesome, Devin. Cool. And then this episode was directed by David Katzenberg. This is uh, his third episode of Riverdale. He's also done School, The Goldbergs, Ballers, a whole bunch of shows. Awkward. Ben and Kate. Oh, I liked that show. I like that show, too. New Girl and Raising Hope. Those were fun shows. Yeah, those were fun shows. This episode was... Not Super. fun in that same way. Well, not fun in the lighthearted ha-ha. Oh, here we go. Ba-ba-doop. Dakota Johnson's original yeah. sitcom. Yeah. Kind of yeah, yeah. Today, guys, I got to read John's notes. Um, oh, these, that's against, my shorthand notes. Yeah, taped against the wall of my apartment. It's like our own little murder board. Yeah. But who murdered this scene? You know what I mean? Yeah. So do you want to talk about... The whole time. Archie and Veronica or Betty and Jughead? Archie and Veronica. Or I guess, no, Cheryl doesn't really have her own plot because she just kind of doesn't, it doesn't come around at the end. Yeah. I mean, that one, we could talk about that one really quick. All right, which one? Betty and, uh. Jughead? And, uh, no, 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 no. Archie and Veronica. You're still in charge. Let's do Archie first. I'm still in charge. Did you guys know that I was in charge? She's been in charge this whole time. Oh my God, that's so crazy. All right. All right. All right, so. Arjun's plot begins with uh, Molly Ringwald returning to the show. Mary Andrews is back. Yay. Because Fred is in Chicago? No, where is Fred? Away. He's away. The, the house? He's not in the house. He's not in the house. He's oh, also what? not in the town. He's off doing things. Right. He's a contractor in Riverdale, so right. I'm not really sure and why. he's I'm fine. Here. You yeah. know, he's got business. He's alive. Yeah. And he's, oh. and he's doing that stuff. Uh, but in the meantime, Mary's around. Mary's back. Mary's I like Mary. Back. Yeah, Mary's cool. Archie's like, I could have picked you up. I didn't know if you wanted to ride in the job. And she's like, I took an Uber. And Archie's like, what's Uber? <laughs> I definitely did not want to drive in your we death have, trap of a vehicle. We have Ubers in this town? Are you sure she didn't say like a boober or something? Because <laughs> don't they like say everything wrong? No, she said Uber. She did say Uber. They got permission to use the word Uber. I don't know if it's so much that they don't get permission. I think Uber now at this point is like a colloquial term. Um, I just thought it was weird that she said it. You know, it's not a share B&B, which again is a better name. Honestly, it makes more sense. It makes more sense. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, Veronica comes into the gym. I did not realize there was anything official, but she's Archie's manager now. Sure. And then, and she's like, I got you into the uh, regional classic, the tournament. And then Mad Dog's like, could you be my manager? But, like, wasn't Elio his manager? Well, he needs a new one because I don't think he's going to stick with Elio, do you? I guess not. Elio's just going to pout in his steam room for a while. Yeah. I, he lives in the steam room. That's got to be it. It's very hard to live in a steam room. He is so thirsty all the time. Yeah, Especially for is. Veronica. Hey! And, and for Hiram. <laughs> for Hiram. But I get it. And, like, meanwhile, Fangs is like, oh, there's, I'm the only other person who goes here, and there's a pipe bursting <laughs> in the bathroom, and Archie's like, I'll fix it, and Veronica's like, this place is a hole, and Archie's like, yeah, it was abandoned. Your dad gave it to Your me, dad, though. It's a present? It was a <laughs> gift? 
Yeah, it seems like, like what if there are like a bunch of dead bodies buried under the gym? Hiram could blame. I know this is skipping ahead, but it's really funny that Hiram was like, "My daughter, I will trick you into thinking I gave you a thing, but you don't really own it, <laughs> Archie." You own this gym. <laughs> the kid who tried to kill me and then changed his mind. I'm going to really give you this thing. But don't you think it's more of a burden, this thing, than probably, anything else? Probably, yeah. That's my He's like, thing. it's a money pit. Yeah, exactly. And Archie has no money. But then Ronnie is like, I'm going to invest in this gym and you all. With my imaginary money, With apparently. the money that I've made from my business that's suddenly doing well because one of the people I owed a debt to left town. Yeah, I guess she's just not going to collect on that, Gladys. Right. She's just, she gone. Yeah. Until next season when she pops up. I hope she has an FX show. That's all I say. Whenever somebody leaves, I'm like, I hope that you're doing good things, you know? Yeah. The prom is going up. And while Betty and Jughead ask each other to prom, it's very cute. We love it. Jug, uh, Archie, and, Archie and Veronica are just sitting there. Being awkward. Yeah, they're like, hmm, we should really make more friends. <laughs> Diversify the friend group instead of uh, Veronica's investment. Kind of like, yeah, if you hang out with your ex long enough, it's just going to happen, it feels like. Yeah, and also, what happened to... We know that Josie is gone, but what happened to Reggie? Yeah, why is Reggie just... He's off filming that movie. Yeah, Sun is also yeah. a star, which I'm so excited to see. Solely because Charles Melton sings Crimson and Clover in the trailer. Okay. Honestly, I do not know what that song is. But I don't... No, I don't hardly know. But I think I could love Crimson and Clover. <laughs> I can't sing it well. It's in, did you watch Russian Doll? I watched one episode of Russian Doll. I did not care for it that much. I, it's not that I hated it. I just was like, oh, I, I could I have this later. huge problem where... When everyone's talking about a show... Yes, I feel the same. I'm like, all right, calm down. I'm going to watch a show I want to watch. Yeah. I'm not going to watch a show because everyone's yelling at me to watch it. Right. But mm, does it ever work when I yell at you to watch things? Almost never. Okay. So I'm just going to be very quiet about my love of Chambers. I'll try Chambers. Thank okay. you. It's fine. No pressure. Archie has to get a adult signature to participate in this tournament. He probably should have had an adult signature to box at all in any professional manner. Yeah, no. Because he's a child. He's a child. And they imply that F- that Fred isn't on board for it in this episode. So, this is the first time this came up. So Archie asks uh, Mary to sign off on it, and she's like, No. No. <laughs> no. Um, why not try music? Remember music? Remember, Remember music or football? I yeah yeah I'm I still wish the show was like willing to do. Now that Josie's leaving, like music's not going to be a plot at all anymore. And we never got to have like a sports movie episode with football. I'm okay with that. Really, the singing I I don't. I think football you know. could have more dynamic stories than boxing ever could. Mm, yeah, probably actually because boxing's one on one. It's just the same thing over and over again. It's like there's a right. personal vendetta. How funny is it that this show was like, we're going to have two boxing fights and we both groan, and then we'd watch neither boxing fight? I kind of like that, though, because yeah. I'm so sick of them. They're just not that exciting after a while. So when Archie brings a signed form to Veronica... <laughs> she doesn't even question it? Yeah, not at all. I mean, who, no one knows what Mary's signature looks like. That's she true. Mary's not a doesn't live there. Yeah, no, she's in Chicago with her uh, girlfriend or her hot uh, then, boyfriend. I'll admit it's cute when Archie invites or asks. It is nice. Prom. This show is really good at 
starting relationships. Yes, it is. It's not great at maintaining relationships. Actually, I think Betty and Jughead are doing good. Yeah, but they're like that married couple. You know, that that couple in high school were like, they're basically married. Yeah. And like, you're a little they, bit over it. They're basically married and they share Like, sibling. their relationship is, is, <laughs> their relationship is so easy that, like, it might as well not exist. I guess, yeah. I mean, they, they, there's some fucked up shit that happened, though, along the way, so. I just want them to break up. I just don't want them to break up when it's not earned, and I felt like they were always breaking right. up. Right, well, they earned it, like, once or twice last season, and then they still got back together, and I I just... I think they were Again, weren't. this show, like, starting relationships so much that it's, like, it counts even if it's restarting a relationship. You know, I was thinking about this, and do you remember how Betty and Jughead kind of came out of nowhere... It kind of came out of nowhere. Right. They were just spending time together in the first season. And then suddenly... Well, I think they earned both them and Veronica and Archie in season one. Yeah. Eventually, the the episode where it's Jughead's birthday in season one, I really thought they were going to break up and not get back together. I really thought it was going to be like a flash in the pan thing. Mm-hmm. And that maybe eventually they would get back together. I did not realize it was going to be like Bughead, like, is Bughead Endgame. For what? Yeah, yeah. Bughead is Avengers Endgame. Right. Right. We saw Avengers Endgame, and it turns out... It was all it's, about Bughead. Yeah, at the end of the movie, uh, Bug, <laughs> Bughead is canon. And forever. Right, right, exactly. Like a guy from the future shows up and he's like, yes, Jughead and Betty. <laughs> They're still together. <laughs> They're growing old together as well. It's crazy. I can't believe Future Man showed up. So weird. Oh, uh, Archie and Veronica go to buy prom tickets from, from Joni, Cheryl, and Tony. And they're going to be like, oh, so this is happening again. And they're like, no. We're friends, all right? Yeah. We're buying our own tickets. Like, mm-hmm, Veronica sure you are. Veronica should have 100% bought Archie's ticket, but that's fine. Right, Archie uh, has no money. Yeah, and Veronica apparently has much money. And remember, this is something I've, I always forget, but prom tickets are, like, super expensive. They are super expensive. I wonder It's if a lot. You can't do this this close to prom. It's days from now? Are you kidding me? I don't really understand how, like, prom tickets, I think, in my school were $100 each. Yeah, something like that. That's insane. That's insane, like, to expect kids to pay that money. Who was your prom date? Oh, my friend Louie. Hi, Louie. You don't listen to this. No? No, he, no, they don't. Nope. But that's fine. They've definitely never watched what, what was your What was your dress like? My dress was purple kind of with like a pinkish um tone to it as well and then it had like a jeweled haltery neckline it was a very pretty dress i liked it a lot and then louis wore i guess it wasn't a tux but they had like a uh shirt that like was the, the matching color mm-hmm. of the dress and it was really nice oh cool yeah was, did you have a junior prom and a senior prom no we didn't do a junior prom we yeah, had just a senior prom i felt like i'm happy that you said that because i felt like it was very common to have a junior prom and i was like i don't know why my school did junior and senior proms and then they just kind of turned into one so prom. we had a senior prom that was oh, wait seniors. no sorry my school did both junior and senior in one prom, and then they split them into two different proms. Me and my friends didn't go to junior prom. Ah, uh, yes. We went laser tagging instead. That sounds great. It was great. Yeah, there's nothing that I love more than laser tag. Prom, yeah. we only... What about had, laser tag and formal wear? That sounds great. We had senior prom only. It was only senior prom. That was the only real prom. And, um, I mean, if you you could go if you were a junior if you were going with a senior, but you couldn't just go. Mm-hmm. Like, you only seniors could go. Um, so it kind of made prom like a big deal, you know, which was nice. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, you prom, could only go if you were with a senior. Yeah. Prom was not 
a big deal really for me. It was fun, but it, it was just not. Right. Yeah. yeah you know, yeah. like I had a good time. You were with a friend. Exactly. So I wasn't. Was there a theme? Not that I remember. We just like, we went to Cipriani's in New York and it was fancy. Mm. My school like did a fancy prom. It was nice. That's cool. Yeah. But I mean. Yeah. The limousines are like, this is a special occasion. Right. You know? Exactly. We had a limo. It was nice. But, uh, it was just, you know, I was, it's just like, I would rather be laser tagging. Right. You know? Right. Like with all the same people, but laser tagging. Yeah. So that's all. Let's see. It was definitely better than Betty's. <laughs> Someone from the bank visits uh, Pops and is like, everything looks above board. You can have a loan to Veronica. And Pop looks like super nervous about the whole thing. Yeah. He's like, you're not selling. You're not selling, are you? Veronica's it's like, not nah, don't worry. I'm just getting a loan. Everything's fine. He, she walks away and he looks at her like, everything's not fine. <sighs> but we'll get that into that in act five. <laughs> Mary comes in to Archie and she's like, listen, I know you want to like fight professionally, but that's dumb. But what if you fought for the military instead? (laughs) I've got a special friend who I lived with for a while named Brooke. Uh, yeah, so my girlfriend from the city. Right, right. This is real. Like, my my wife. I don't know if I'm like confusing your new mom, Brooke. Uh, like this, is, right? There's a navy program. <laughs> this is what I want to be real so badly. There's like a military college academy. Wait, where did where did thing. she go to school? Sarah Warrens. What did they say? Did I say Sarah Lawrence? They said something like, like not Sarah Lawrence, but Sarah Lawrence, like Lara Borance. Sarah Lawrence. Right, uh, right. It's not, it's not though, but it is. He's like, my good, uh, you could do this thing and there's a boxing program and then, you know, you'd have a future. Now she's like, all right, I'll talk to her. I'll literally do So Brooke whatever. shows up, gives my, uh, is Mary. Is really Brooke or did you make that up? No, she said, her, this is Brooke. And then, you know, she and Mary give a quick kiss. Right. Uh, no. This is just And they sit down and hold hands <laughs> and be like, your mother and I need to tell you something. <laughs> all Archie can hear is about boxing. <laughs> right. So, like, if you go to my school, boxing is required. And Archie's like, good, good, because I want to box now. Uh, <laughs> That's my dream. My 15-minute dream. At end, at the end of it, you, ha- you have to serve five years in the Navy. I feel like that's kind of a big catch. Like, like they kind of brushed over that, but that's, like, a lot of your life. But, like, you're guaranteed college, and you'll have the skills to succeed in other stuff. Look, I totally get it, but, like, they really brushed Look, over Archie it. isn't getting into college, so <laughs> he needs this. He could get into a college. He could get into this college. Yeah, this college, I guess. Quick question. If you had to join the military, which branch would you enter? Is the Navy the safest one? <laughs> Coast Guard's probably the safest one. The safest one. one. <laughs> Honestly, whatever one is the safest one. I'm okay. a big fucking chicken. Like, I don't know. And also, um, it's funny because, like, the Naval Academy is actually incredibly hard to get into, I think. Mm. So I don't think you can just punch your way into it. I cannot get into it, I'm sure. What about what about Midnight Run Your Way Into It? This one of Archie's moves. Right. Maybe. Yeah. I've never ran, but that's fine. <laughs> never once in your life? I mean, no, I have. I previously ran for like two, literally for like two weeks in college, my sophomore year, I decided I was going to be a runner. And for like two weeks during my sophomore year, I decided that I was going to run around the track in the oh, I had indoor. That, I had that phase too. Yeah. It was a two week phase. <laughs> I, I will run on a very rare occasion. 
chased, being chased. Right, yeah. right. When the slasher guy comes for right. you. I yeah. will run then. Yes, yeah, of, cor- of course, of course. Yeah. Uh, so she's like, it's a competitive program, and I mean the fighting program, so I'm going to need to see you fight. And Archie's like, I'll do an exhibition fight. I'll beat up Fangs. He's easy. How can you uh, just do this? We'll do it. We'll do it on Friday. Like, I, it's not like, you know, we got to get a crowd in there. It's just right. two guys in a ring. Like, that's pretty easy to set up. My question was, why didn't they just call Fangs? They, I mean, they did. But, like, in that moment, should have just called Fangs and be like... Oh, because Fangs isn't important. Oh, I guess. Or should, they don't actually know Fangs that well. No, no, I mean, more like, why didn't... When Brooke was over with the mom, like... Oh, why not go straight there and yeah, do it? Yeah, be like, let's go right... Maybe Fangs was busy that day. I guess. Fangs was like, listen, I, I would, but, like... Picking out my tux for... I'm picking out my tux with, uh, with Kevin. We're thinking now. Also, we got farm stuff going on later. I'm really confused about Fangs and Kevin's relationship. Were they just dating? Yeah. Okay, he just moved on very fast from Moose. <laughs> like a day. <laughs> it was like a full It was day. a while. Was it, though? It took until the musical episode. That was like the next episode. It was not. Really? It's guaranteed a few episodes. Okay, well, good for them. I always thought that Fangs had a crush on Kevin... And also, right. I love Fangs. Yeah, because remember when, when? Remember that time when uh, the girl who was sleeping with Fangs was like, "Fangs is gay." Yeah, that was weird, right? Fangs must be bi. I mean, that's or, fine. It's, I'm very into all the bi representation on the show, but it's just weird that Midge, who was hooking up with Fangs, was like, "You should hook up with Fangs." Person who's hooking up with my boyfriend. No, Midge is into some freaky stuff. Midge. She wanted. To, she wanted to like. She wanted to do a whole thing. It that was, was weird, right? That yeah. was also weird. She didn't. She like. Was that her? What? That was her who was like Kevin. Do you want to hook up with us? Right? I didn't make that up. Is that a thing that really happened? I don't remember. Are we sure? Wasn't there like a? Is this not the same show I'm thinking of? Wasn't there like a moment where Midge was like with Moose? No, this must have been a different show. Remember the time that Midge like stole Lara Jean's necklace and like wore it for a while, and then what tried show to... was that? It was with a show where there was burning. They were burning things. Was this a movie? Was it Sabrina? No, it was the Rules of Attraction, the movie. It's like one of my favorite movies. <laughs> oh, okay. That's insane. That's very strange. That was not Midge. Okay. So Archie's weighing in for the tournament, which is supposed to be on Saturday, and he's six pounds too heavy. And the guy, and he's like, I'll lose the weight by by Saturday. And he's like, Saturday? Fight's on Friday. And Archie's like, well, I thought it was Saturday. He's like, well, it changed. Let's talk about how And I'm like, well, shouldn't you guys have gotten that information to the fighters? Right. (laughs) The only people where it's really important that they know it. Yeah. Archie needs to know that. But anyway, he's like, I'll, I'll, I'll lose the weight. This is possible. It is Imagine possible. Imagine lose six pounds in that many days. I, I guess. I mean, it's all going to be water weight, and then you're going to put it back on, like, the minute you have yeah. a bite of a sandwich. So it's fine. But so, don't so, do it, kids. It's unhealthy. So Archie's, Archie's doing a lot of jump rope when Veronica comes in, and he's like, yeah, I got two fights in one day. This is possible. It seems kind of possible, though, because don't people, like, do that? I don't think so. Is fighting that hard? It's, it's very tiring. I've taken a kickboxing class, John. I think I get it. <laughs> okay? It's then you, fine. What if you did but two kickboxing classes, like, an hour apart? I could do that. Oh, then. Yeah, what's Archie talking about? It's yeah. easy. I probably couldn't do that. <laughs> I could do, like, two spin classes. I don't think I could do two boxing classes. Yeah, it's hard. It's a hard thing. Yeah. Yeah, he does tell uh, Veronica. He's like, yeah, I forged the signature. And she's like, fine, I'll help you. Because this is back on, apparently. 
They love each other. Anyway, I get my wish, and there's a training montage. Very short one. Archie does some running and some pull-ups and, and some burpees, burpees with the rope. I love that. That's my favorite thing. I hate burpees. Himself. How do you feel about burpees? You hate them? They're not bad. Mm, no, you hate them. I mean, I mean, a lot of them is hard. Right. I mean, like, I could do one. <laughs> I mean, I can do a If you bunch. can do one, you can probably do two. That's true. I could probably do two. No, I, I did I did burpees today, but they were hard, and I did not like them. And then on the last round of my hit class, I just didn't do them. <laughs> so. I kind of like burpees. I mean, now, I've never done the burpees to the rope thing. That's crazy. I've done that. You've. Yes, you haven't done that. You've no, done that. it's not. I haven't hard. done that. I've barely ever done the rope thing. Oh my god, we gotta go to workout class. We're gonna do the rope thing. Oh, that's my farm. Getting John to join my gym is my farm. I listen. I am too deep into my investment in twenty four hour fitness to back out now. But aren't you moving? Twenty four hour fitness is to any twenty four hour fitness. Where's the nearest twenty four hour fitness? Hollywood. Okay, fine. That's not too far, actually. <laughs> Uh, there's ice baths, there's puking, Archie makes it, and he and Cher, and, and he and Veronica high-five, and I'm like, please let that be it, please let that be and it. And then they please just brush off friends. their hands, and it's fine, and they're not having sex. <laughs> they're definitely not, they're definitely not gonna have sex. It's in this episode. So but anyway, cut to Archie leaving the fight from the tournament, looking like a mess. I love that we didn't and see And Ronnie's been like, yeah, you lost. I'm so, <laughs> so happy we didn't see So this. he's out of the tournament, so it was all for nothing. <laughs> it really was, which is hilarious. And he's like, well, I gotta go fight Fangs now. And Veronica's like, no, don't fight Fangs. And he's like, no, I'll, I'll win. Fangs is nothing. It's fine. That's true. But uh, it's very dumb. And she's like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna smooth it over. I'm gonna do the talking. You're not gonna fight. Everything's gonna be fine. She's like, he has food poisoning. But, but yeah, she comes. It's like he's sick, and he comes. It's like, no, I'm not. I'm gonna fight. And then immediately trips on his way into the ring and falls and looks like he's dying. And then, and then Brooks, like your mother and I, are very disappointed in you. <laughs> Brooks is now his mother. <laughs> when in, in my home, I won't allow any any tomfoolery like this. <laughs> I, I honestly think that Archie could use like a stepmom who is like very serious. Yeah. So Archie wakes up later and Mary's like, yeah, so I, uh, I know everything and you're dumb. You're very dumb. But she's also very kind about it. Yeah. You she, can tell that like her and Fred are a good parenting team because they're very loving. Molly's like, wor- Mary's working very hard. Yeah. To accept her son's stupid new interest. I know. Like, she's like, what happened to the music? <laughs> Just like we are. Remember when that was like. Remember we drama? were making fun of him for all that? I know, honestly. And now I'm like, I, 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 I wish for those days. People were like, you're good at music. He's not good at fighting. <laughs> he almost dies every time he gets in the ring. And he's like, this is what I want. Even if he was great at fighting, which I guess he is because they keep saying he is, despite all of... I mean, I'm sure he's very good, but like, whatever. Here's what I think happened. Archie won a fight against a frozen lake one time and then was like, (laughs) this is my skill. If I can defeat nature, I can defeat anyone. To be fair... I think it would actually be very, very hard to punch through ice. Yeah. That's why KJ Abba broke his literal hands. Right, right, right. Yeah. So, Archie's like, listen, I don't want to go to college, and I don't want to join the Navy. And I don't want to I want to box professionally. Maybe in Vegas. Okay. I just never knew of a single show where this was a plot point. Like, I'm, a, I'm a boxer now. That's my yeah. thing. And that's not going to change. 
<laughs> not not in a month. It's definitely not going to be different next season. <laughs> what? Because the entire cooking? audience loves my boxing plot. <laughs> what about cooking? Oh my god, that'd be so great if his next thing was like, I cook now. <laughs> Mom, get me into this culinary program. <laughs> get me into this military culinary program. I'm gonna join the Culinary Institute of America. Yeah. Then he accidentally joins the CIA. Wow, what if? <laughs> and then Agent Adams, who's dead, actually was there, and he's like, I was actually a CIA agent. I was a CIA agent the entire time. Dude, what the hell? <laughs> so, meanwhile, uh, Veronica is about to go to the fun uh, G&G medieval prom, which I think all the outfits look great for, and I you disagree. No, I think most of the outfits look great, but you were... When, he, when John saw Veronica... He was like, wow, what a great outfit. As though it was like a cute blouse and the pants. But it I was, mean, it was a cute, like, Duchess she outfit. She had a lot of boobs. You can say it. Do I? Uh, yeah, okay, sure. Yeah. She had a lot of boobs. She had a lot of boobs. And she looked great. Listen, she looks great, great outfit. in everything. Betty's outfit, I think, was... No, Cheryl's outfit But my was nerdy ass was like, she looks great in a in a medieval outfit. You just want to go to a Renaissance fair. Listen, I'm going to the Renaissance fair you uh, are? in a few weekends. Wait, what? Yeah, you should really? totally come. I yeah. I want to go yeah. when uh, I'll let you know when I know. Okay, cool. Yeah, I might actually take you up on that cuz it's kind of I think I want to go. Yeah. We'll talk. And Pops like, "I have something to tell you." And then we cut away from that scene. I wanted the actor who played Pop to like get to say the thing, but that's fine. Yeah. So Archie and Veronica dance and reminisce and like, hey, remember when we were a couple? And they both look at each other like, are we about to kiss? That happened like three weeks ago. And then Veronica's just like, so Pop told me I don't own Pops? Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. A year ago when my dad sold me Pops, he gave me a fake deed and I never noticed. If he, but I just feel like if you exchange money... It doesn't really matter that the deed is fake. Do you know what I mean? Like, I feel like a lawyer could be like, you do own Pops. But then again, she's underage, and I don't it know if It fascinates me that she never took that document to a lawyer to check it or anything. But, like, what would Did fake a deed? It doesn't really make a ton of sense to me to fake a deed. Oh, does something in Riverdale not make a ton of sense? <laughs> no, I know. It's fine. It just seems... This show's usually so logically airtight. <laughs> it's so airtight. But now I have questions. Right. Yeah. yeah. So, I'm sorry, but if Rowling has access to the bank account for the business... Then isn't she the owner of the business? Isn't she making that money? Right. How is Hiram like, no, I'm making this money. <laughs> yeah, He no. owns the property, but not the business therein. I just feel like a lawyer could very easily argue that Veronica is. Assuming that you can own property in this universe as a minor, and you can operate a bar as a minor, I think she owns the property. Like, logically, she would own it. Anyway, I can't believe this plot's coming back now. I'm, now. I think they just realized that they did In didn't, the last three episodes, they realized, oh, we forgot to do anything with that. Well, they kind of, like, cut the legs off of the Hiram plot line. <laughs> it cuts the legs off the season two finale, where she is like, yeah. we have one safe space left. Nope. No, this whole time, you haven't. And it turns out that meant nothing, because Hiram didn't do anything with owning the entire town. Right. He had a prison. And he just wants to make money. He's just making Hiram land. Just making Hiram land. Anyway, she's like, I'm going to play him, because that'll work. 
You're not. It's not going to work. Every time she's trying to play higher, we she's just like, I am so smart. And the evidence is, no, you're not. <laughs> That's the evidence. And she's like, well, what if I'm the last person to say something and then I leave the room? That means I win. <laughs> what if, though? And the evidence is clearly, no, because he gave you a fake deed. I sort of get how it can be a fake deed, but it's fine. Just just kiss again. Do, do that. That's way easier than business plots. I don't know why this show tries to do business plots. You know, I read uh, an article with Camila Mendez that... I guess she had a conversation with the writers or Roberto or whatever that was like, what do you think Veronica should want to do kind of like long term? And at first, Camilla was like, fashion. She likes fashion. And then she thought about it. And she was like, you know what? Like, I feel like everybody, you know, that's like the obvious thing. And then she's like, she's going to be a businesswoman. And I just feel like you can't be a businesswoman as a teenager because it makes no sense. Like, you could design clothes. You could be a fashion designer as a teenager, you know? Yeah. Like, that, you know, it's it's not, like, super easy, but you could. But to be, like, a business owner <laughs> as a teenager is, like, not a realistic thing. And I think that's why all these plots kind of, like, bump up against each other. I wish... I wish Veronica did more stuff on a school level. Yeah. Like if she had run, I mean, she did run for, for student body president, mm-hmm. right? Or no, she co-ran with Archie. Isn't she student body president? No, Cheryl is. Oh, I forgot. Well, Archie was elected and then Cheryl just took it. Right. And okay. when Archie came back, there was never a moment where it's like, shouldn't he be? Yeah. Again? No, right. Anyway, I wish Veronica had done more school related stuff, more cheerleading related stuff, tried to maybe live in that a bit more. Cause like if her whole thing's, I don't want to be the mean girl anymore kind of stuff. And then she could have had a deeper rivalry with Cheryl, which would have been kind of cool. I have a question. Where's Ethel? Oh, Ethel's dead. Okay. <laughs> Just checking. Well, not Ethel. Ethel's definitely dead. Yeah. Yeah. She she died in a pool. Oh, okay. Just like Her uh, indoor pool. <laughs> in the Upside Down. Oh, right. I don't know, dude. Uh, no idea. She got, she got better. Oh, isn't she in the farm now? Like... <laughs> Is she? Well, I don't know. The farm seemed to pick up a lot of those kids who were I guess at the Sisters is. of Quiet, Quiet Mercy, and that's where she was. Yeah. Anyway, I was just curious. Okay. Wait. No. I figured it out. This, okay. The places where we've, where we've been? She, not there. Not there. Right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Off camera. Um, so, uh, oh, and then And then all of the Betty stuff happens kind of after this. Is, yeah. Well, oh. Uh, da, 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 da. Okay. So after prom, Mary uh, tells Archie that she's going to stick around for a while. Which is nice. He needs a parent because uh, Fred's away. Uh, Poor Fred. And it's too dangerous. And also, for some reason, she supports Archie's dreams now. Yeah. For no reason. I think she gave up. I think she's giving up on him. She's like, I got... Can you blame her? Can you blame her? I guess my sunbox is now whatever. You know why she's supportive? She's supportive because she is well aware that in four episodes, he's going to find a new, possibly safer hobby. Right. He's going to love pottery. That's going to be just a lot safer than what this is. If he became an artist, that'd be pretty great. Yeah, that would be really great. That's like the safest thing I think you you can do. I do agree with Camilla Mendes. I think it makes sense for Veronica to be a businesswoman. I think the issue is that the writing doesn't position her as a good businesswoman. Yes. Well, I, I just think it doesn't make a lot of sense, a lot of the things because that are happening. To be dramatic as a businesswoman, uh, to do drama business, things have to go wrong. Right. But really, 
what they what what they think they're doing or what the show I think set out to do was basically do what Tyrion did when he became Hand of the King. I'm sorry, Game you Game of Thrones thing right now? Yes. I let me let me break it down for a layman who doesn't watch the show. I've watched the last episode of the show. Great. Not a great example of what I'm talking about. Okay. So this guy isn't well respected. The king's kind of an a-hole. Right. He's given this job because they just like they killed the last guy who had it. And then he runs the shit out of the country. He does a great job. He kind of undermines or outmaneuvers everyone around him. Who is this? Tyrion, uh, Peter Dinklage. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and he, and like, it's just great because everyone tries to do this political maneuvering against him and he keeps winning, but everyone hates him. Why? Because he's a dwarf. That's the only reason? Yeah, pretty much. Oh. So they demote him to treasurer, oh. and he keeps killing the game. Like, well, good for him. Like he he survives and he's better, and people hate him for it. Mm, Bummer. Right, and I think I think that would that was kind of the intention with Veronica, and they just kind of instead had her and Reggie rob Reggie's dad. Right. That one time to yeah. pay off multiple debts she owes to people. To be fair, right? Because she had to, she, yeah, they just kind of, all of her drama came from her making mistakes, which makes her seem like a terrible businesswoman. Yeah. When it should have been maybe more outside influences, maybe more uh, Hiram creating competition for her, like opening up the White Worm as like, as like another hot spot or something. That would have been fun. Yeah. But Hiram doesn't do business anymore. He just does crime. Crime is a business in some ways. It's true. My business is crime. But anyway. Betty? Betty? Betty. So, so the bus So scene. the bus scene. The scene of the crime. The bus exploded. There's burned things. There's bodies everywhere. There looks like there's a hand. I don't know if you noticed that. It looked like there was a hand. Oh, that's crazy because, like, that hand comes into play. Yeah. Betty and Veronica pull up to the scene. I'm glad they did this scene. I know. They could have yeah. just as easily not done all of this. And Betty's like, <laughs> yeah. And they're like, the Black Hood's dead. And she's like, no, he's not. Right. And I don't know why everybody's like, we should definitely see if he's and not dead. And he's like, no, I counted enough heads your dad is dead but and and Betty's like my dad who asked me to get a transfer and then this happened he's not dead Betty's so, so much smarter than literally everybody so Betty like goes to Alice because they're just talking and hanging out now yeah she's like hey uh mom dad escaped and she's like whatever Want yeah. to see my new tattoo? Well, she's also like, that's fine. I'm putting this all behind me. That's in my yeah. past. My past Shh, I'm not thinking about that now. That doesn't change the facts. No. She has an infinity tattoo, which she's like, it's like my wedding ring. Uh, Except you can't take it off. No. But it also is in a tattoo that many, many people have, which is just like Edgar having many, many wives. Right. And I she's like cool those. with that. Yeah. I like those tattoos. Uh, meanwhile, at the Jones residence, JB, a sad mom, left, and that's the only thing we'll get about that for this episode. <laughs> that's okay. Well, no. Well, then JB, uh, Jughead explains to JB, or JB explains to Jughead kind of what her gargoyle game was like. Yeah, he's like, don't play a and She's like, but it's fun. We dressed up. I met the gargoyle king. He's like, I'm sorry, the what? The gargoyle yeah. king. We want to find the gospel. It's like a thing. We didn't find the gospel. Everybody just thinks the gargoyle king is... Like a guy in a costume, but nobody is like, I want to see what's under the costume. Right, right. 
Also, it's not the gospel. It's Godspell. He just really likes the musical <laughs> Godspell. It's a playbill. And, <laughs> it's it's going to complete his collection. The Gospel. It's a Ryan Gosling book. Yeah. Actually. Yeah. It's apparently full of the secrets of the Gargoyle King. So someone who really liked G&G, a game made up by crazy people, <laughs> wrote a book of lore tied into it. So that's the first um, uh, expansion book for the for the game. And that's how you franchise. Yeah. Like, Dungeons Dragons is a bunch of books. Now G&G does, too. Betty updates the group on everything that's going on. They're like, yeah, but last time your dad was on the run, you had nothing. Now you've got <laughs> a gang and, and boxers and... Veronica, she's here too. They actually great. Like Veronica. <laughs> here, you got so much going for you now. Yeah. It's, but doesn't she have all this stuff when the gargoyle? Yes, she did. She did. The serpents <laughs> were arguably more powerful then. Right. Because there were adults in it now. Right. Then. Right. To be uh, fair, though, Tallboy was kind of the Black Hood as well. So right. That was right. He's everything. Every time a mass thing shows up, it's Tallboy. It's Tallboy. Uh, and they're like, whatever. Jughead, what's going on with you? And he's like, my my, my stuff is bad. I don't, <laughs> my stuff gone. has been bad for a while, actually. Anyway, Cheryl comes in. She's like, hey, guys, the prom's happening. The theme is fire and ice, whatever that means. Uh, vote, Thrones. vote Choney for Queens. So I think it's Shoney. I think that they said Shoney, so I guess we have to say Shoney now. Because I've been saying Choney forever. I guess because Cheryl, you know, yeah. same sound. But Choney makes more sense to me, but it's Cheryl. It's, so it's Shoney. It's annoying, but it's fine. Right. Right. So Betty asked Jack to be her date. It's adorable. I loved it. Moving on. Betty goes to the firing range, the shooting gallery, the whole thing. We watch this. Do, 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 do. We yeah, watch. she shoots a gun. Huh. She's doing gun stuff. We, we that just, means when she pulls a gun out later, it kind of makes sense. We just watched this. Yeah. Was I she getting goes gummies? To the firing range. She gets a call from Creepy Dr. Jr., who's like, hey, I found this hand. <laughs> it's house. It's your dad's. Your dad's dead. So he's definitely not dead, and he definitely she cut off his hand. out the side relief, yeah. And we're all like, oh, he cut off his hand. That's yeah. cool. Yeah, here's the thing. If it's not his head, it's not him. Yeah, FP's like, we counted that many heads. No, you didn't. Yeah. No, no, he did. He did count that many heads. Where the, where the head, where the extra head come from, then? The dead body they found under the stairs. <gasps> did you not get that? Good play. Nice. Where did he get that head from? When did he kill that guy? It doesn't matter, but that's obviously what it was indicating. All right. Spoiler All right. alert, guys. Smooth move. Um, FP calls Jughead and takes him to a junkyard, the one where the freezers were, and they find a bus covered in gargoyle symbols. And this is where they were living? That's where Curse has been living. On the bus? It doesn't really make sense. Yeah, but he gets, like, the back seats. He's cool. He's a cool kid on right. the bus. Oh, imagine sleeping <laughs> on a bus like that. That'd be so uncomfortable. And Jughead finds, like, a secret, like, like some, like a cut in the, in the seat and pulls out the gospel. It was entirely too easy to find this. Very easy. Love when we add a new element and we find it immediately. Yeah. So Jug's, Jughead's reading the gospel, and apparently, gargoyles. Or evil angels that were turned to stone by the Griffin Queen. That's a great idea. That's actually pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, and he's hanging out with Betty this time. And Betty seems like she's kind of come in terms with Hal's death. She mostly just wants to keep busy and move on. Yeah. Seems like. I guess she believes it by that point. Yeah, once she gets the hand thing, she's not thinking what we're thinking, which is this is a TV show, and he's definitely right. not Right, she doesn't know she's on a TV show. She'll figure it out soon, 
Maybe. I don't know. Jack had got close earlier this season. He did. He got too close, so we had to keep him away. Uh, Then they get another call from Creepy Dr. Jr. It's about Kurtz's body. Creepy Dr. Jr. calls them about Kurtz's body with tattoos on his back, the same ones they carve into the guys who they kill. And they're like, well, who who tattooed him, you know? A tattoo artist, apparently. That's the answer. Yeah. They do go to a tattoo parlor. By the way, don't go to a tattoo parlor that's like, we only take cash, and I don't want to know your names. (laughs) Because that guy's definitely reusing needles. You definitely have to fill out a form with your full name. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. You do have to do that. You have to sign off on a whole thing. We've both gotten tattoos. I regret all my tattoos. Really? Yes. I'm very happy with my tattoo. I'm glad for you. That's great. Have you seen my bird tattoo? It's not a bird. Doesn't look like a bird. It makes me very upset. So there's no names. There's no pictures. There is a description. Sandy haired guy, blue eyes, Chad Michael Murray. Yeah. Or how? Or how? Or anyone with blue eyes and, and blonde hair, honestly. They should have been like, was he so hot? It She's hurt like to look. magnetic personality, and he's like, that's everyone in this town. <laughs> you guys are all fucking actors. What is wrong with you? Yeah, you're all way too pretty. So, meanwhile, Evelyn's mad at Cheryl and Tony for running for prom queen because they're like, no one is held above others in the farm, which kind of makes sense, actually. Yeah. So Edgar pulls Cheryl aside, and he's like, listen, here's your options. You can be prom queen, but you never get to talk to Jason again. Mm. And Cheryl's like, I'm not doing prom queen. <laughs> but I'm also not totally convinced. That yeah, <laughs> this is the first, like, break in her, like, I'm at the farm. Isn't armor. it kind of? But think about if this was true. Think about how it's That's like, so much ego. That's so much ego, right? That's ego is your defining trait. Mm-hmm, exactly. To be like, I want to be better than people so badly that I, that... This call that lets me speak to the dead isn't good enough. Exactly. It's kind of fucked up. I mean, yes. Oh, right. She thinks her brother's alive. But it's very confusing. If she thinks her brother is alive, shouldn't she be like, if he's alive, why won't he leave the farm? Right. It's very Right. She's weird. not thinking about this clearly. So Betty thinks the, tat- the guy with the tattoos is Edgar. Uh, there's evidence, you know? like Yeah. He could be... Circumstantial. It, like, it, timeline fits with when the Gargoyle King starts operating in town, yada, yada, yada. Uh, but Chughead's like, okay, well, what about your mom's Ascension Night? And she's like, what about your mom's Ascension Night? I'm sorry, that was... Your mom wasn't there. Uh, uh, like, and she's like, well, maybe he's just taken on the Gargoyle King persona from whoever that was back then. The profile still fits. And honestly, this makes sense to me. Yeah. So... Edgar's telling everyone how it's like, oh, when you die, you know, we consume your essence, whatever stuff. When Betty and Jughead barged into that meeting. They they said that they consumed the human being. And I think that they're cannibals. Maybe, maybe a little bit. I'm pretty sure that's what they were implying. Betty's like, admit you're the Gargoyle King. And he's like, I'm not the Gargoyle King. It's like, well, let me see you shirtless. And he's like, okay. And And then we're all grateful. Chad Michael Murray delivers. Oh, my God. That is like... I don't even know how to describe it. He's really attractive. <laughs> like he's like objectively, his body is really good. It's like the most lean fit. Yeah, like I've I want to look like that. Like you see every muscle. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah, no, but not like in a bulging way, like no, Mad Dog, right? It's, which no, get me wrong, also great, but like 
Yeah, no. He looks like he just doesn't eat carbs. I feel like he, he feels like he drank only water for a couple of days to get yes, to this shot. Probably. Have you ever done that? No. Have you ever? Well, if you're like slightly dehydrated, your muscles pop like a little bit more. Huh. Yeah. So not only water, but I mean, like, if you don't drink that much water. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's like you do only water for a cup for, like, a day, and then you don't consume drink. anything the day of the yeah. shoot. It's like how people that's do that how, for body That's how Hugh Jackman does it for, like, Wolverine shirtless scenes and stuff. Yeah. It's, it's a lot. lot. Yeah. I would never want to care this much. I'm, I'm actually pretty comfortable with my with my body right now. And yeah, I'm like, I, I, don't, I don't really think I need to put that much work in, but... I mean, if you were You do actor, you, Chad... Yeah. I mean, if you're Chad Michael Murray, you're going to go all out, I guess. Right. You but look great, sweetie. Good, good job. Luck. Oh, also, he doesn't have the tattoos, tattoos on right. his back. Right, that was important. I almost forgot about that part. <laughs> right, 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 right. Everyone got distracted. Can't blame us. He's like, are you satisfied? And uh, every audience member who's attracted to a man yeah. is. Yeah. yeah. And not. Yeah. <laughs> and not. So, I wonder, if it's not Edgar, who could it be? Uh, well, by checking the gospel... There's this whole thing about it, like a coronation ceremony. When the gargoyle king is coron is uh, coronated. Is that the term? Crowned. Uh, crowned. Crowned. I got there. When she's crowned, uh, the gargoyle king will appear. So Betty has to win prom queen. Uh, but they also need to change the theme of the prom. So they go find Cheryl, who's just completely broken. <laughs> Like, not as much after, like, her brother died. That was completely broken. Not as emotionally broken. She's just egotistically broken. Yeah, she no longer cares. Like, hey, I know the palm's in, like, a day and a half. (laughs) But can we change the theme to Renaissance Fair? She's like, yeah, that's completely doable. We have the budget for that. And she's like, I don't even care because I'm not going to be prom queen. Why do I care about anything? How did they? How did they pull this off? The, the dance looks amazing. Yeah, everyone does. has in theme costumes. They had a day of notice. Though I do have to say that, like the dance itself, don't really know how much work that took. But everybody just got really on board for the medieval theme costumes. Maybe it's because they've all been playing griffins and gargoyles, <laughs> and they're like, well, we had them. Yeah, we all had these. Yeah. So Jughead and Betty call together the serpents and the poisons, who are apparently now led by Scary Peaches. Lamp. Peaches! Peaches! Her name is Scary Lamp. Right. But, yeah. But they call her Peaches. Right. <laughs> Weird name for a lamp, but okay. <laughs> uh, and they're like, uh, uh, sure. So we're going to have to work together. There's going to be someone out there who's going to have some kind of kingly signifiers, like a crown or some... Horns or antlers. You would definitely recognize him. I wanted to scream at them when they were trying to describe him. I'm like, he looks <laughs> the like... The giant gargoyle king costume. Like that guy. Like, uh, you This know. is going to be their one shot. Spoiler, they mess it up. Do not miss your chance to blow. It's opportunity comes once in a lifetime. Spoiler, there's going to be another shot. There's going to be, yes. Mom's spaghetti. <laughs> Mom's spaghetti. Did, did you listen to the thing where it's There's only Mom's spaghetti. Mom's spaghetti. Mom's spaghetti. Mom's spaghetti. <laughs> Mom, mom, spaghetti. <laughs> oh, it's like the Smash Mouth where it's like they they do the hands together thing from Avengers Endgame, and then we go to the prom. I really like Jughead's like cape thing going on of with his outfit. He always, but he's wearing his goddamn hat. Couldn't we have gotten like a physical crown for his head if it's Renaissance themed? Yeah, we could have. We didn't. Like, what are we doing? And then Jughead do a dance slash search, which I think is clever. Also, apparently she's the only person running for Palm Queen, so that's going to happen. It's easy. So some rando guy in, like, uh, one of those, like, 
Beak Masks hands Betty a letter. Asking yes. her to show up to where the old ascension happened. Was it the... It wasn't the... Um, what's the Sleep No More mask? The doctor mask? And it is one of the doctor masks. Yeah. yeah. Those yeah, are yeah. fucking scary. <laughs> yeah, they are. They're pretty creepy. They were not scary in this situation, but in general, they're scary. It's a summoning, and she can't tell anyone to where the old ascension happened. And then everything about this sequence is amazing. Some random old lady we've never seen before. I guess uh, someone in the school. Is like, yeah. Betty won! And everyone's like, but where's Betty? I'm wondering if this is a cameo we're supposed to recognize, and I apologize if we don't. And if you guys get mad at us and tweet at us, it's also fine. I don't think it's a cameo. It's not it's just a no, person? I think it's just a person. Okay. I think they're like, you know, the woman from the office at the school. And they're like, oh, no, we never cast anyone for that. I don't know, just put someone in there. Someone. It's fine, fine, whatever. So Betty goes into the girls' bathroom, and it's covered in the gargoyle markings. And there's the goblets and the foot for your fate and all that jazz. Who has to clean this up? Uh, the janitor. Yeah. So oh, they, wait, no. He died last season. Oh, uh, so they never hired another there's janitor? There's no new janitor. Wow. Okay. Uh, and it keeps flashing to, like, the similar stuff from the Midnight Club, which is kind of cool. The lights go out, but Brett is just like, I'm not doing this. And she leaves. <laughs> and then the Gargoyle King is in the hallway. And I yelled... For her to tackle him, but instead she pulled out a gun. Yeah. Which is also a great plan until she got tackled by the Black Hood. So, is this how? I'm so confused. Great question. Keep asking those questions. We'll do a big rumor. We do not know. Okay. But he has a hook for her hand. So, probably. So, uh, Betty runs and starts tripping over bodies. First, I thought it was her own body, the blonde one that she <laughs> yeah, finds. Yeah, that was a weird thing but, to go to. Uh, no, it would have probably focused up on that. So there's just dead people around. It's like, Hal's like, what do you mean I didn't kill enough people when I was out before? I'm going to solve that right now. He kills yeah. like three people. He was like very offended, I think, by our podcast insulting him. <laughs> How dare you? Yeah. I'll show you who's a serial killer. Right. And it worked. So Betty's on the run. Doors are chained. There's no escape. He's doing the thing where he scrapes his hook against lockers, making that noise that we all hate. Yeah, I hated that noise, actually. I really did. Betty runs into the, into the locker room and starts turning on all the showers. Finds another body. Grabs a hockey stick. Why did she turn on all the showers? To distract him? To make it so he couldn't hear her footsteps. So she could sneak up behind him. Yeah, I guess. Because he would look towards the right. showers and she's behind him, hits him with a hockey stick. Hockey stick does nothing. We're there. No, baseball bats. Made of metal. Yeah, no, the hockey stick was a fail. Was a really big fail, actually. Anyway, she runs to the uh, place under the stairs where Jughead used to sleep <laughs> uh, and tries to use her phone and finds another body without a head. That's where the head came from. Yeah, I love that you didn't know that. Oh, that was good. Thank you, you for... I, I didn't notice the head, and you didn't realize the significance of the head. Well, I guess there was no head, but you know what I mean. The headless body. The black hood charges on the door, and she holds it shut, and then he goes away, and Jughead's there. And it's nice. And it's safe. So obviously Jughead is a black hood. And also the gargoyle king. Right. That's what it is. Imagine. Oh my god, can you imagine? Imagine if that was the twist. So FP hooks up with them. And she's like, it was a setup. Obviously. How could we not see this coming? The gargoyle king and the, and the black hood are working together. Of course we didn't see that coming. That's a really good twist. Yeah. I don't think they're like, I don't know. I wanted this to be like, they fight each other. Not. Yeah, God, what did you say? Godzilla versus King Kong. Godzilla versus King Kong. Who's who? Alien versus Predator. 
Who's which one? Gargoyle King is Predator. Or Alien. I don't know. They're not even really no, Predator, is, Bla- Predator is Black Hood. For sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Alien is Gargoyle King, 100%. Right, that makes more sense. Yeah. Yes. Uh, Betty goes to see Alice, who's just, you know, she's just doing a puzzle. She's having a good time. She's puzzling. She's like, Dad's alive. I saw him. And you have to deal with it. And I was like, I don't, I don't have to deal with it. She's like, yes, you do, because he's coming, because I told him you're marrying Edgar, and you're adopting the kids. You're like, well, why would you do that? Right, exactly. <laughs> really threw you under the bus. I understand this Speaking now. of buses, I'm the reason he escaped. Why would you do that? <laughs> yeah. So Edgar appears out of nowhere with a solution. You'll be safe in the farm, because we have walls. It's true. They do have walls. Everything he said is sound. <laughs> And Betty nods her head. She's like, okay, I'll join the farm. Well, she did say she would stay at the farm. She didn't say she would join the farm. Yeah, good enough. So do you think Betty's going to actually join the farm? Are we getting to rumor mill? That's the end of the episode. Yeah. Well, first, let's do all the things. Okay. Prom queen is technically Betty. Yeah. And I think we should keep it as yeah. such. Uh, prom king? Jughead was helpful. Yeah, he did all right. Yeah. We would say fangs. It's just like fangs was showing helpful. up and like, hey, there's a problem there. Or like, yeah. hey, you need a buddy to fight? I'll do it. All right. Fangs was just a real OG. By the way, we didn't mention it, but Fangs and Kevin are Fangs and Kevin prom are dates. prom dates. Yeah, it's it cute. It was cute. It's I loved good. it. Yeah. You, you weren't aware they were dating now, but they're dating now. Yeah, I love it. Uh, who's uh, Who are we throwing under the bus? Um, Hal? I mean, technically, he, he is, walked away from yeah. that. He sucks. <laughs> Yeah. I thought they were going to save this for later, but it was cool. It was a cool sequence. Good for them. Yeah. Don't know why he wants to kill Betty now. Unless it's not Hal. I swear to God, (laughs) if this show is like, no, it's a third guy, (laughs) I'm going to lose my fucking mind. The bigger twist. It works in slasher movies to have multiple guys. It does not work in the TV show. To have it be different guys every single time. It is a little weird that we didn't see how, like, put on the mask, though. Yeah, yeah, no, it's super fucking weird. And I hate the implication that it might not be him. Because then who the hell is it? Hal's brother, Hal... Two. That's what they're gonna name him. That's what I'm naming him. Like, I could not care less if there's a third person underneath the Black Hood mask. And there's a secret other person who's the Gargoyle King. Fuck you. You know what actually my thought is, now that I'm thinking about it for longer? What if it is actually Hal? What if Lachlan Monroe just wasn't available? Maybe. Because that's what I'm thinking might actually be what Maybe it is. Maybe only had so much time. It was just a scheduling thing. Yeah. Like when Will Smith puts on the Deadshot mask in Suicide Squad. It's like, oh, that's not Will Smith Wait, anymore. really? Yeah. That's hilarious. That's a good idea. Because then, I mean, Will Smith is not a cheap person, I imagine, no, to get on a day-to-day basis. Not. Yeah, you want to fight soon without Will Smith? Yeah. We're going to do it. It's great. Yeah. I can imagine that's probably what happened. Get a body double. Get a, get a body double. Get, get whoever the, the actual guy was. Or maybe they just like really like the guy who really did the Black Hood yeah. stuff. Like, we want to get you back, man. Yeah. I think that makes sense. Um, Spread the wealth. Yeah. Get everybody into SAG. Right. Okay, rumor mill. Rumor mill. Yeah. Rumor mill. Um, I... Don't care if it's not Hal underneath the mask. Do you think Edgar's really not the Gargoyle King? Dude, I don't care. <laughs> yeah, but do you think? It's so drawn out. I, I just, I don't have the energy 
to care anymore. The Gargoyle King is so much better as a concept than it would be when they reveal who it is. Who would be the most surprising person? Can you imagine if they pull off the mask and it's just a bundle of clothes that falls down? That would be so cool. But also would be very frustrating. Yeah. I would hate it, but also I would admire the ballsiness of it. I'm just over it all. I get that. I'm just tired of this season. And this is always how it leaves me at the end of the season. Yeah, you're you're a shell of the man that you once were. You are the Gargoyle King. I used to care so much. I know. It's okay, John. It's okay. Like... What was the point of any of that? Well, of we'll drawing see. her out and the Black Hood is the worst serial killer. Well, no, he just killed three people. Can, can I just question? Yeah. Just, we didn't really touch upon this because it was part of RJ's plot. But but Mary the next day is like, wow, it's a real shame what happened at your prom. Yeah, three people are dead. <laughs> three people that we don't know are dead. <laughs> like like what? Like that would be a huge situation. <laughs> would be a really big problem. Are they just so immune to the violence in Riverdale that it no longer matters? They don't even think about it anymore. That's really... Mary should be the one who's shocked, honestly. Yeah, Mary's like, oh, man, what a, what a shame. You know, it happens. My prom, four people died, so... Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> it's just Riverdale. You know how it is. It's Riverdale, Jug. Well, for, I, you know, whatever, whatever... Forget forget it, Jug. It's... It's Riverdale? Yeah. Yeah. For some reason, I thought that Jug had said that, but no, Veronica said Veronica that. Veronica said that. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. You say it. You say it to the detective. Right. That makes sense. Right. Right. Here's how the season ends. Archie's going to box the Gargoyle King in the <laughs> ring. What if that's what we've been building to this whole entire time? I love it. But in reality, Archie's boxing will not come into play to defeating the Gargoyle King in any meaningful way. I don't think Archie knows about the Gargoyle King. <laughs> I mean, I know he does. There's what? <laughs> but imagine, what if he's just been so focused? Well, I remember early on, the Gargoyle King was obsessed with Archie, but apparently that was all Hiram's doing. Gargoyle King really only cares about Betty, but so does Edgar. And why does Edgar care so much about Betty is my question. He's what? been after her hardcore. Why? What if Betty is not really Hal's daughter? Dude, fuck you. <laughs> no. No, These are get, just no, no, no. Thoughts. Get out of your house with that. <laughs> are you kidding me? Shut up. What if... I... No. I have a really gross thought. That what if she's FP's daughter? No. Die. No, that was <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> die. <laughs> it doesn't make sense. But what if Chad Michael Murray is Alice's son? What are you talking about? <laughs> the age does not line up. What if... What if I don't know. I'm delirious. <laughs> but, like, what if? This episode was thrilling, but it didn't really give us anything to really play off of for the future. But it was thrilling, and I was thrilled. I enjoyed it a lot. And I just... It gave know. me no information to build theories off of. No. Unless you're just like me, and you're just a wild card. And honestly, I don't... I, I wish this series were 13 episode season still. Yes, I know. I understand. Tighter storytelling. But I think that's how everybody feels nowadays. And why do they keep experimenting? CW needs to calm down. Just to hurt you, John. How many episodes was Crazy Ex-Girlfriend this season? Was 18. 18? No. Well, 18? 17 in the concert special. Oh, uh, okay. Which you went to. And Which you I'm know. in. You're in. Exactly. If you guys want to see what John looks like in real life... Follow me. I don't know. Find me online. I just, like, don't hide that shit. No, I know. But, you know, because, like, I never Google stuff like that. There, yeah. It, I never a, Google what you a, look like. There's a moment in the craziest girl from finale where I'm, 
I'm cheering with one of those without love you can save the world shirts on. Where did you guys get those? Oh, Beth made those. Oh my god. Wait, really? Yeah. Did she get I mean she didn't make them she didn't like paint them, right? She did. She did. She has a crafts kit. What? Yeah. What? She's very talented. Beth, you get so much cooler by the moment. Yeah. Thank you, Beth. Without this without you, none of this would be possible. Hey. Hey, what are you what are you looking forward to right now? What are you feeling? What's your jam? Well, honestly, right now I'm trying to figure out what kind of shirts Beth can make me. But, uh, <laughs> but other than that, um, you know, chambers. But other than chambers, I'm really looking forward to. Oh, I have a good one. It's a movie that's not out yet, but it premiered, I think, at Sundance. I'm not sure. But it's a really good movie, but it's very, very disturbing and content trigger warning across the board. I won't tell you for what, but very disturbing movie called The Perfection that's going to hit Netflix. Oh, I saw the I saw the trailer if for that. If you watch the trailer, um, you think you're going to know what you're in for. You have absolutely no fucking idea what you're in for. And that's the only thing I can say about it without spoiling it. It's really good. What about you, John? Detective Pikachu. Oh my god, I'm also really excited for Detective Pikachu. The new trailer for Sonic the Hedgehog came out, and, and now, all it reminded me of was how excited I am for Detective Pikachu. Oh, did I not say Sonic the Hedgehog movie? Oh, are you? Yeah. We're both like super looking forward to Sonic right. the Hedgehog. Of course, yes. Oh my god, just slightly more. It looks so bad. It actually looks like a fake movie. Yeah, yeah. It looks like. Oh, uh, so like a YouTube channel did like a right. fake fan film thing. I would have rather seen the Legends of Zelda fake trailer movie that they. Oh, made. I liked that. Fake I trailer. thought that was great. Yeah. yeah, I don't. I don't mean that to disparage it. I like know. Detective Pikachu looks unabashedly like deep and emotional. Yeah, that looks like a great and it, movie. Like, and it looks like oh, this is what the world would look like with these things. And I'm just, I'm so down for it. It looks funny. It looks heartfelt. I love the actor. Is it Justice Smith? Is that his yeah. name? Yeah. He's a great. He's great. He's been great in everything I've seen him in. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Detective Pikachu, played by Ryan Reynolds, is a adorable. hilarious, adorable choice. Yeah. But let's talk for a few more seconds about Sonic the Hedgehog. Okay. He's got human teeth. That's not my biggest problem, but I understand Jim why Jim Carrey looks legitimately entertaining in it because he's just going all out, and I haven't seen him do that in a long time. He looks just like Jim Carrey being Jim Carrey, but yeah. which is not bad. My question is, why did they choose Gangsta's Paradise as the background music? Do you have a reason? I've been trying to find this reason on the internet. The only reason that anyone has given me that makes someone Gold sense, rings. Because of the gold rings. That that wasn't it, but okay. I, that's a guess. My, my... But she can teleport through now? Uh, John, none of it made sense. But the Gangsta's Paradise soundtrack really made sense. That's the thing that bothers me the most? The thing that bothers me the most... I mean, there's many things. ...is all these movies about animated characters, which do this story where X character comes to our world. But, like, the... The thing, the games are have their own world, right? Yeah, like a true. kind of cool world to explore and adventure in. You know, they're doing that in Detective Pikachu. <laughs> they're doing that in Detective Pikachu. Yeah, honestly, Sonic the Hedgehog just should have been a cartoon movie. It should have been an animated movie. And then I argue, maybe live action was a mistake. Maybe we didn't need it at all. And <laughs> like the other question, Sonic the Hedgehog as a game, as a franchise, has some good music tied to it. They like could have used Paris? better. No, not no. Like original songs written no, for know, the games that they could have used, and not Gangster's Paradise. That is like, isn't that the Dangerous Minds? Dangerous Minds, yeah. 
That's like the soundtrack of Dangerous Minds. That movie, What's Dangerous Minds? It's with uh, Michelle Pfeiffer, and it's like, yeah, that was a movie. It was a movie in the 90s. Sure. The The only argument that I saw for it was that it came out maybe around the same time as Sonic the Hedgehog, the song. No, it's just someone liked Gangster's Paradise. That You're overthinking like, it. What if it was an accident? <laughs> what if they were like, okay, we're just going to put this no, in No, here's, here? I'm telling you, like, a lot of people watched this and said Gangster's Paradise. I checked this off. This is fine, Insane. and we love it. Went through multiple checks before it was released, and everyone agreed Gangsters Paradise is the right choice. Every element of marketing for this movie has been bad. What a deep and, and problematic it is incredible choice. how it's just mistake after mistake. So you've known about this movie for a while. Uh, we've known this movie's coming for a while. The first poster they did was like a silhouette of Sonic, and it was like, it's horrifying. Oh, right. And then people found out what Sonic really looked like. It was like, it's horrifying. Uh, and like, uh, I like Ben Schwartz as an actor, and he deserves better than that's this. Ben Schwartz? Yeah, it's John Alfio. choice, too. Oh, my God. He yeah. really does look like the guy from Stranger Things. Yeah, he does. He yeah, really Joe does. Gary. Yeah, you, you saw a bit where there's like, we're related. You're my dad. Yeah, he really does look like him. Really, really, really does. Anyway. Anyway. That's Riverdale. Where can they where can they find you? You can find me on Twitter at Riley Tweets. That's R-E-I-L-O-Y Tweets. And you can find my dog Stella at Stella the Mystery Pup on Instagram. What about you, John? You can find me on Twitter at John Patton. You can find me on my blog, Catcher in the Rye, W-R-Y. Good pun. It's how you spell Rye. You do. Yeah. Is that it? Twitter? You did the Twitter thing? No, what's Twitter? John, he said John Patton. It's I, fine. I, I said it. I'm sorry. I'm very hungry and tired. I can't even imagine. Over and out. Braver. Pixens.